Back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Welcome back to another episode of The Rant. Today is Monday, February 8th. We're a little behind on this one, but last Saturday, Saturday, the 6th, Purdue hosted the Wildcats at Northwestern and bounced back after the rough loss against Maryland and won 75-70. And it's Monday, and... The Boilermakers stay ranked at 24, and I think that is kind of not what both of us expected. I think we both expected us no, to. No, I expected I, us to drop out. I, I expected us to fall out just because that's kind of the way it usually works. It's also just a tough L to a not-ranked team, right? Yeah, uh, but what I will say about these, this uh, game against Northwestern, I mean, it was, it was a solid step forward from the Maryland game. It's not a perfect game by any stretch of the words, but I think we did more in this game of what we needed to, right? Uh, and if we can do this regularly, right? If this is like, if this is the baseline, if this is the the regular, I think you can live with it. Yeah, I think all of the. I mean, obviously the the free throw shooting is a little bit unrealistic from Purdue. I mean, that's not going to happen yeah. ever again. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean everything else. I mean, eight for twenty three from three. If you can, sh- if we can shoot eight for twenty three every single game, um. <laughs> Totally cool with it. 35%? Give me 35% every game. <laughs> Give me 35% every game. You yeah. know what? I mean, I'm, I'm A-OK and with that's that. With, that's, for, that's with an O for 3 from Stefanovic. Stefanovic. Who finally came back, which was nice to see. Played 15 minutes. Didn't didn't start. Didn't play a ton, which is understandable, considering he hasn't played in essentially two weeks. Um, yeah. So he's still trying to get his legs back under him. And it was a good thing that, that Jaden Ivey started because he was the, he was the guy in this game. Broke hey, remember? High, broke his career high in points with 20. Six uh, for 14 from the field. He didn't even shoot well from the field, right? I mean, I mean that's, gotta... but for a guy who plays at that speed, that's acceptable, right? Because if he goes seven for 14, that's 50%. Yeah, yeah, so. uh, yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, I mean, he could easily have turned that six for 14 into an eight for 14. And, oh, know, yeah. It looks a lot different. I, I like the, the, the free throw shooting because he gets to the line a lot. I mean, his style of play, he just gets to the line a lot. I mean, lot. his whole stat line's pretty good. 20 points, 7 boards, 3 assists for a college guard is fantastic. And no turnovers. Remember what I was talking about last <laughs> week, how despite the fact that he plays at a high speed, he doesn't get a lot of turnovers? Yeah. Zero turnovers for 3 assists. This is why I've been pushing for him to be the primary ball handler. I mean, all around fantastic game from Ivy. He was, I mean, he was the... He was the man. But he was also us. like the... The rhythm. I, mean, I don't know how to say. It. He was the the soul of the team that game, just because the offense was clearly going through him. I mean, because oh, yeah. Travion was in foul trouble all game. I mean, he only played and didn't shoot minutes. well when he did. Go he in. only played sixteen minutes. He had eight points, three boards, three assists, but he had four fouls right in those sixteen minutes. So we had to heavily rely on Ivy, but freshmen in general. And I think what was it? I'm gonna get the exact stat really quick but the freshman in this game i'll let you continue i mean kind of balled out yeah i i think all of them have some some good stuff and some bad stuff to to look at them and and newman he kind of flashes that he's going to be more of an off-ball guard right just kind of looking at the way he plays Mm -hmm. but 
he's a he's the most consistent three point shooter that we have right now, with without a doubt, besides Stefanovic, right? He was over fifty percent from the field, and he hit his free throws. When he when he has free throws, he hits his free throws. He gets those tough boards. He gets an occasional assist. He doesn't foul a lot. Mm-hmm. So you're you're kind of cool with that, you know. And yeah. and and, yeah. and Edie, the one thing that I love about Edie, which which is considering how little he's played the game, mm-hmm. for a guy to shoot free throws that well, especially really big dudes historically don't shoot free throws great because their hands are kind of huge and. Also, maybe a lot of them don't really work on it that much because they've never really needed to. But really, really big dudes, I mean like seven foot and up, historically don't shoot free throws great, especially in college. NBA is a little bit different because most people these days shoot free throws pretty well, unless you're like DeAndre Jordan. But I mean, eight for eight on free throws with 11 rebounds in 23 minutes. I don't think people understand how absurd it is to have 11 (laughs) rebounds in 23 minutes. That yeah. means if you play, if you play like 30, 32 minutes a night, <laughs> what you're gonna have eighteen boards? Like, come on, that's wild. Yeah, he had a fantastic game. I think that's his first career double double as well. So yeah, even though he didn't shoot huge. well, and even though he didn't shoot well, it's still wild. That's huge because we really needed it too. Obviously, with Travion sitting for so much of the game. I also want to just point out freshman for Purdue in this game scored 53 of the 75 points. So this was this was a I mean if you baby are, boiler game. If you're a look to the future type of person, I mean this is you you're drooling. You're drooling yeah. at this game yeah. because it wasn't statistically it wasn't a perfect game, but for a essentially four freshmen to carry this team for the majority of this game is I mean that is beautiful to see, right? Cuz Sasha Obviously, minutes restriction, coming back from COVID, he didn't hit a shot uh, from the field. Travion, foul trouble, only had eight points, right? He's a huge part of the team. Hunter, he had nine points, wasn't an awful shooting day, uh, you know, but he, his presence is felt on defense, but not so much on offense anymore. Wheeler didn't really do much in general. No. Thompson didn't He missed really two do bad it. threes also. Yeah, I mean, we don't have to talk about that because we won't, yeah. but... Yeah, you are correct. Thompson didn't mm-hmm. really do anything. So I mean, besides Hunter, and and a little bit Travion, I mean, this was all freshman. This is all yeah. freshman. Gillis, man of efficiency today, and he's done that a couple times. He has where... like a decent three point stroke oh, on yeah, him, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, this is this is something we knew. This is something we knew. It was yeah. just a matter of him getting into a rhythm in college because he hadn't played in two years. But in high school, he was known as a guy that that could hit from deep. And he's had this a couple times a season where he he just he has a perfect day from the field, including three pointers, and you know, and it's something that you love to see because you always need that like that Grady Eifert guy that if he has to shoot the ball, he can, and he can do so somewhat reliably. And the thing is, Gillis also just when he had that that play where he kind of rolled his ankle. And then wanted to take the free throws? Well, no, 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 no. He, he, he rolled his ankle, and then coming down the court, he made like a backdoor cut. Trayvon hit him for an easy layup, right? Like, I just, I just love to see that. I just love to see that. He's yeah, and also, he's, he's more than Grady Eifert at this point, because Grady Eifert doesn't shoot 37% from three on the season, right? I mean, 
I mean, he, he was close. His, his senior season grade, yeah, yeah. was pretty, pretty... Okay, but he's a freshman. <laughs> I mean, it, it, was a, it was a good performance. And again, I'm not saying it's perfect because I expect Sasha and Travion to play better in the future, right? Mm-hmm. And, and some of the shooting can be cleaned up a little bit. But this was a very, very well-executed game just from the, an overall standpoint because... I mean, Northwestern defensively is very good, and they also don't turn the ball over very often, and they had more turnovers than Purdue. Yeah, which is a rarity, kind of, for the I mean, team, Purdue right? played, we played great defense. Yeah. Boo we still had six assists, which I'm just looking at, which is kind of crazy. But, I mean, they shot about 36% from three and 44% from the field. So they shot better from the field and from three than us. It's just we, we forced more turnovers. We hit our free throws. Now, we did get more than them, but... We hit our free throws, and I just think overall, there's nothing that jumps out of you at you this game that's like. Hey, oh Edie my had four blocks in 23 minutes, dude. <laughs> I mean, it was, honestly, Edie besides uh, besides Ivy, right? He was the best player on the floor. Edie was the best. Even player. though even though he didn't shoot, even though he didn't shoot well from the field, he was his his performance that game was was absolutely crucial. He had four blocks in 23 minutes. For those of you who aren't basketball analytic aficionados, that is absurd. I mean, Purdue had ten steals, yeah, four blocks to Northwestern's three blocks and three steals. So, and, and the thing is, Purdue got dom- I mean, they didn't get dominated, but the, the Northwestern did better in the paint than Purdue, which is kind of not what we expected coming into this game. We said actually the opposite that Northwestern from three is actually lights out. Yeah. Right, and obviously we know Purdue hasn't been this season, and Purdue gets their points primarily in the point, at least more regularly in the point. I think the good thing is is that thing is it, it kind of Purdue never around. trailed, right? Purdue never trailed. Yeah, and that's, we, we that's, led and we kept the lead, and which is important. That you'd like to see after the Maryland game where we were leading and we gave it away. Purdue made four of the last four field goals. That's always good. That's yeah, which good. is which is very good. Moving forward now, as we get into the kind of the vinegar. The vinegar end of the season. We have a rematch with the Golden Gophers. Yeah, that's coming up. Uh, which day? Despite the, the early, Thursday. yeah, despite the large margin of victory, we are still only fifty-two percent favored. I would like to have a word with whoever made that. But Listen, I, hey, I, you know. I know why they did that. It's because yeah, it's a, Minnesota. Because Marcus Carr could go for thirty-five any given yeah, night. Yeah, we held him to to what six points the first time we played. Yeah, and he shot terribly. Ago, and he, he shot, shot awfully. I mean, he could not hit water if he fell out of a boat. But that's not realistic to happen twice. One always struggles at Minnesota. Just bad things happen at Minnesota for Purdue. <laughs> it's just, it's true. It's true. No, I know. It's just the way you put it. But. And, and, and we know how Purdue does on the road. They're not the best, or, and they're definitely no. inconsistent. Um, and especially at Minnesota in particular. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, I'm, you know, I, I, that's a reasonable prediction. I know we beat them by 19 just a few days ago, but... We also shot unrealistically well from every range that game. <laughs> yeah, we shot 53% from three, 80% from free throw, and almost 50% from the field. Which is not real. That's, now, not, that's not repeatable. That being said, I mean, I still like our chances, right? I Especially coming off of this we're game. We're the better team. Oh yeah, and, and now we get Sasha back too. And I think B 
because we beat them the first time the way we did, I think that helps. I'm not going to yeah. say that that's a guarantee, but I think that helps. And I think also Sasha will have shaken off some of the cobwebs, right? I mean, well, you know, Sasha will have a bigger role in this game. Yeah. He didn't play the first time. That will help. I think it will also be like a like a hot hand kind of thing, right? Like whoever's having the hot shooting night is just going to stay in out of those four and guards we that we talked about last week. In the first time, Travion didn't shoot the best. Ivy no, because he had Robbins on him. Shoot the best. I mean, I just think there's there's an opportunity, despite the fact that Brandon Newman went nuclear that game and had thirty points. <laughs> I think this game, I don't see that happening again. No. But I think it's a little bit more balanced, and and you know, maybe Jaden Ivy has has double digits and. And Sasha has a couple threes. I, well, I still I, think Purdue has a good chance in this game. And I think the recipe, we, we, we did a great job of shutting down Marcus Carr last time. And a lot of that is Eric Hunter playing great uh, defense on him. And also, Liam Robbins, I mean, played great defense on him, got him into foul trouble relatively yeah. early so i think that's that's a strategy that purdue can continue i think that's the that's kind of the key and, and i hope that painter is kind of whispering this into, into travion's ear is don't try and just go at liam robbins because you want to prove that you're better than him because defensively he is just a beast he has six blocks it's, in the first game yeah and he averages three a game which is just abstruse right i mean that is just insane and so he you don't want to go right at him. You want to get him into foul trouble by forcing him to rotate over. Don't go directly at him. Kind of go around him because he's kind of your classic like pillar in the middle on defense. Even though he is a stretch forward, stretch center a little bit on on offense. On defense, he is their you know their rock in the middle, right? And and you you kind of want to make him move a little bit. You don't want to just go at him, especially if you're Trayvon. You're giving up you know four inches of height, right? And 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 length and everything. Two, also an excellent shot blocker. Because mm -hmm. the rest of their defense is pretty weak, honestly. It's it's a whole lot of weak and then just a monster in the middle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and you look at the players they've had. They shot about 36% the first time we played them. But their players have really struggled from three this season, especially like Gabe oh, yeah. Kelcher. He's normally you again, know better than again, that. Again, at any game, he can you know go, go, go ballistic and hit yeah. five threes. So I'm not going to say that's something to rely on, but I'm just saying that's something that I think will help produce confidence. Put confidence going into the game. Uh, yeah. One thing I want to mention before I get too off topic, uh, I forgot to mention Jaden Ivey also won Freshman of the Week for the second time this season. That makes f the fifth week this season that Purdue has had a Freshman of the Week, which is just... Yeah, if it wasn't for Dickinson, amazing. one of them would win Freshman of the Year, right? Yeah, and I think, the, you know, I think I think of, of the freshmen, Jaden Ivey or Brandon Newman have the best opportunity to win freshman of the year over him it'll be tough but i think it'll probably be yeah. between the three of them if i'm being yeah i think well, i think and, and curbello probably as well will be in there yeah but i i don't think he's having i don't think he's on the same level as the other three in terms of just like an yeah. overall season that he's having i mean Jaden ivy joe though in the last week averaged 17 points five and a half boards three assists yeah i mean he had a really you know kind of slow shooting start to the season so his season averages are a little bit depressed but you know lately he's been shooting better and better every single week mm-hmm at least, like, okay, not literally every single week, but his trend has been upward. Mm -hmm. The uh, This game against Minnesota that we're talking about on Thursday, uh, they actually just announced that it's getting flexed to ESPN2, and it's a 5 o'clock tip-off. So that's that's nice. A little, little, little national love. A little national uh, exposure. Uh, and, yeah, I feel like nowadays it's very rare to see a Big Ten game on ESPN, and we obviously know why, but still. 
Right. Oh, dude, are we going to talk about that? <laughs> no, 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 no. Anyway, uh, I mean, I again, I, I still think Purdue should win yeah. this game. They are the better team. And I don't want to jinx it, but I, I feel no, pretty confident. No, I feel, I feel good, and I think after the Northwestern game, confidence is, is back on track. Um, I And, again, not too many games left this season. There's five, if you don't include the Minnesota game, five after Minnesota. So we are in the home stretch. And yeah, and, and if you want to start looking at that Big Ten tournament well, seeding, and, and right? It's like it, and, and Purdue it needs to start looking and, and thinking that they need to take care of business, and, and they have a chance to win – you know, five, and if maybe even six straight, right, to win the season. They have the opportunity to do so, and they, they could do so realistically is what I'm saying. Yeah, I would say aside of aside of Wisco, which is going to be a tough game, all of the other ones are teams that we know we're better They're very than. winnable. They're very winnable, yeah. right? Even, I mean, even if we go if we go five and one to or close the season out. Two, four and two yeah. will be, I'll, I'll take. Five but if we two. go five and one is probably realistic. Mm-hmm. Right. If let's say we drop the Wisco game and we we win Minnesota, Michigan State, Nebraska, Penn State, and then we obviously clap IU when they come back because that's Although requirement. We gotta, we, gotta, we gotta say thank you to IU for beating Iowa twice. Yeah, so, honestly, that's great. I will say shout out <laughs> exposing to, Iowa. Shout out Indiana. Uh, appreciate you for beating Iowa, but at the same time, you're still you're still doo doo. Yeah, um, we're gonna we're gonna smoke you guys when you come back. March six. Anyway. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> but yeah, you go you go five and one to close out to close out the season. You finish, you know, thirteen and six in the in, in the Big Ten. That's yeah. a huge, huge, huge thank. That's a, that's a big yes. Yeah, I mean, even if you even if you enter the tournament as let's say uh, you know a, a we, we'll probably enter as a five seed into the no into the Big Ten tournament, right? Which I mean, that does mean that you have to play the one earlier than you would like, which is just kind of unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But I mean, is it really that much better to play the two? I mean, Illinois and Michigan are both absurd teams, so you, you're going to have to play one of them pretty early, no matter where you are. So yeah, and and kind of it, it is what Purdue it is. Goes five and one over the next, over the next six. Right? I mean, for sure they're in March Madness. That's not even a question. Well, no, no, no. I not, that's what I'm not what I'm saying. But you finish with a nice, nice eighteen and eight record, which would be, again, if you told me at the beginning of the season. Nice for that seeding committee. Yeah. Well, if you told me at the beginning of the season that we're going eighteen and eight, sign me up. Exactly. Sign me up. That's not that's not what any of us had expected. Well, I just expected you know a bit of a growing season. Well, especially in the Big Ten, been, right? Mm-hmm. With, with the I think also we're we're hopefully we we keep you know on that trend upward every because it doesn't matter how good you start the season, right? Because nobody wins awards in the preseason, right? You want to be good at the right time. Yes. Right. And this is that. Time. If you look at Illinois, they dropped a couple games early, but now I mean they. Do they look better than Michigan? I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, they look really, really good right now because they're kind of peaking at the right time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But uh, that game is Thursday. We will have our recap shortly after, and we'll have more NBA later this week, and we'll do some uh, more college stuff just kind of around the country. Around the country. As well. So, got all that coming up this week. It's hoops time now. Yeah. Yeah. No football means we are firmly entrenched in basketball season. So until next time, we'll see.